Hello and welcome back to Andy Brothers, your weekly lunchtime podcast. I'm Rhett. And I'm Jason. And uh, we're here to bring you this special broadcast about Forbidden Desert. We played it the other day, so I thought I'd open off by talking oh. about an actual game for a change. How is that? Uh, it was cool. Like, have you seen the, the tabletop uh, Not yet, video no. of it? Okay. Um, well, yeah, Will and Felicia Day do it, uh, and uh, and uh, the guy from Mythbusters. Uh, Adam Savage? No. Jamie Heineman? Uh, nope. Um, there are no other. He was also the one that was in the Dead of Winter uh, episode. You saw the Dead of Winter episode. Yeah, but I don't. Top. Uh, okay, here we go. We got the internet at our disposal. Look up Mythbusters. <laughs> Mythbusters. And TV. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Amahara, Anahara, uh, Grant Amihara. Oh, Grant. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a real Mythbuster. To say the guy well, from Mythbusters, you... He was in 211 episodes. ...are pretty misleading. <laughs> you could op- open up by saying, like, the robotics, robotics guy from Mythbusters, because I think he's, like, the robotics guy. That's, like, the Asian one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's in 211 episodes. I think I could say he's the guy from... I'm not saying he's like represents Mythbusters, especially because he's not even on it anymore. I guess from Mythbusters is more accurate than... than saying something like, one of the Mythbusters. Huh. There's really only two Mythbusters. The rest are just little... I don't know. Did he bust peons. myths or not? His shit sucked. It was usually the worst part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, actually, I mean, his stuff was fine. I always hated, like... The, they added, like, the C-team, basically. Did do you yeah. ever watch Mythbusters? I, I mean, I watched it off and on, so I wasn't, like, dedicated. Well, you know, so usually the way it goes is is Jamie says he's going to do it one way, Adam says he's going to do it another way, and they break off and do it. But then they added, like, the C-team, which were, like, the, the, like the, the white guy, the Asian guy, and the red-headed girl. Oh, right. And they, like, they would bust their own myths, like, smaller ones. And I always thought those were, like, the most boring parts. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, uh... Anyway, Forbidden Desert. So... Do you know Adam Savage worked on uh, Star Wars, Phantom Menace? No. He did. Special effects guy. Home taught. School? No, no school. Home taught. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I could tell you said it's cool or something, whatever, but <laughs> it sounded like school. Uh, anyway, forbidden dessert. Uh, yes, the forbidden dessert or forbidden fruit. So it kind of played out very similar. Uh, in fact, in the one they do in tabletop. There's six different characters that you can play. They'll have special abilities, and you're supposed to randomly pass them out. So we did that, and I don't remember who all they had because they did four player a four player game in on the show, and we did three. Um, but we got three of the same characters. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, I know what these ones do already, and we played out. And mm-hmm. they'll had advantages, um, like we had someone that helped get water 
Uh, Claire was like a water carrier or something, so she could like extract more water from the wells and pass it out to us and stuff and keep us hydrated, basically. And then my guy was like a climber, so I could like go over the steep sand dunes and stuff. And I couldn't get buried. And uh, Alexis was the navigator, so she could like on her turn like move us around in addition to herself to get somewhere. Uh, so yeah, basically you crash in this random desert. It's like a five by five grid with a storm in the middle, and you have so many actions on your turn to like move around. And um, your objective is to restore this crashed plane because you crashed in like a helicopter. So now you're out there trying to find these parts for this plane and put it back together so you can fly out of there before you die. Like Sahara. No. What do you mean, like Sahara? Like the movie? The plane. No. (laughs) But you said they crashed in a helicopter, and then they have to fix a plane. It's almost exactly like Sahara. Except they crash from a car, and then they find the plane. And then he's like, I wonder if there's a toolkit in there. And then Steve Zahn says, I hate to tell you, but I don't think that thing's going to fly. That sounds familiar. You know, I haven't seen that movie in a while. You don't remember that scene? You know, I think I think I misplaced my copy no, a couple years the, ago. Just shut up. I don't, I don't know where it is. Damn. I don't know either. <laughs> you better know. <laughs> I sold all of my DVDs. Sahara, I just gave away. <laughs> well, you had two copies sitting there. Because I think neither of yours were yours, right? One was somebody who left it there. Oh. Um... You shall not be named. And Voldemort. huh? Said Voldemort. Right. <laughs> it's like a. I, I should have told you before. I can't say it on recording. Never mind. But, yeah. uh, but it's reminds me of Duel of Taints I just recorded with Kane. Um, but yeah, and then I had yours, which. Um, and the problem is, is like. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> this is why uh, whatever I, remember, I was like, like I should one, give to one you. One was scratched or something. Well, yeah, one was scratched, but also you had a nicer case oh. because the Sahara DVD case had like the latches yeah. on it, and the other person like apparently gave no fuck about latches because their latches <laughs> were like busted off, so <laughs> you could see where they were like broken from. I was like, did someone like get a screwdriver and like pry the case open? <laughs> Rather than just like this works, I, I could see that from that person. I mean, I've done that before, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, uh, yeah, I've done that before with like game cases and stuff on accident. I'm like, why isn't this opening? And I'm like, really prying on it. I'm yeah. Like, oh, there are latches here. Okay, like, yeah, you know. But I always see the latches there, and I've never broken them off. So, whatever. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, so we, we lost the first time, though. You can die in multiple ways. The, or lose. Not really die, I guess, but like... <clears throat> um, so you do your turn, and then at the end of your turn, you like control the storm. And there's like this storm deck, so you flip over some random cards from there, which either move the storm around and add sand to where it moves through, or, uh, or the sun beats down and you lose water. You've got to drink water because it's so hot. Um, unless you're in a tunnel, there's like a few tunnels that you can hide in, um, or, or the storm picks up, which just moves the 
there's like a meter that indicates how many storm cards you draw each turn, so that moves up, and if that gets full, you lose. So that's one way to lose. If one of your characters uh, runs all the way out of water when the sun beats and the sun beats down, and you have no water to spend. You lose. You die. And I think the other way is if all you use all the sand tiles on the board. If all the sand tiles are used and you need to put another one down, you lose. So we lost the first time. It was pretty close, but yeah. So you're out there. There's four missing pieces to this plane, and it's always random. So the tiles are random. You throw them out there, and when you like excavate the tile, you flip it to see what you find. One of the things is like a, an equipment, and you draw from the equipment deck, and you get like cool things to help you out. They're like one-time use items. Uh, other things you find are clues to where the missing parts are. So you don't just like flip over a tile, and you're like, oh, there's the engine. It's, you flip over a tile, and it's like, oh, the engine is on this path. So there's two clues to where the part is. One's a vertical, and one's a horizontal. So once you find both clues, wherever they may be, <clears throat> Yeah, that then pinpoints where it is, so then you put it down down out there on the tile, and then you have to go find it. So it's like a three-step process, basically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's four parts, plus the landing site to find. And there's a few oasises, but one's a mirage. Um, so you can see which three... We can see the three oasises, but you don't know which one's a mirage. So you're out there trying to get your water. And um, you can hide in the tunnels a little bit. And it's just, you know, kind of a teamworking, time management strategy-esque game with some randomness. Hmm. So it's pretty fun. We lost the, like I said, we lost the first time because I think the sun beat down at an inappropriate time and we died. Second time we won, we had, uh, we actually mixed up all the characters and we got the three other ones because it's, uh, there's six different characters. So we mixed them all up and we actually got the three we didn't play as, which is kind of weird. I don't know how that would happen. And, Easy. Uh, it's called probability. You played the other three. Yeah, could happen. Did happen. It did happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they all had their own set of stuff. Like my guy was like this cool uh, meteorologist, and he could like kind of manipulate the storm deck a little bit, and it was kind of neat. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll give that a, a thumbs up, and when you and Bailey try it out or something, or get some other people over to try it out or something, then we can converge and sounds good play it together. Be fun kind of figured we didn't really talk about a game last time and I was like reading the description of our podcast and it's like under gaming and I was like we should probably talk about a game is it under gaming? <laughs> yeah on iTunes I looked in like the categories gaming oh. I was like well we do talk about all the games I couldn't remember yeah. what kind of just talk about a lot of bullshit too so yeah well it's weird since we're like such an open podcast like I don't know what to really put it under yeah that's so, fair yeah just general nerdiness yeah, so it's like either goes under like entertainment or gaming or mm. something. I don't know. Fair enough. It's Fair hard enough. to categorize them, yeah, especially if you only get like one. Like I think Thaddeus is labeled as music. Oh, that's oh, because hmm. they're just telling stories about like their band days and. That's like back when you like categorized a video game under one category. Now it's like you go under Steam and it's like got fifteen tags. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, music genres used to be the same way. Now it yeah. seems like there's like a ten quadrillion genres. Yeah. Like I remember when everything was just like rock, <laughs> you know, like rock, pop, rap, rap country, yeah, yeah. <laughs> jazz, yeah, yeah. Now there's like, well, New especially age rock, pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny, like especially in the metal community, because there's like 
to me, I just call it the broad term metal. And to me, that's like anything that's heavy or like you go to a metal concert and there might be something that's like not quite metal. And, you know, like, I don't know, there's hardcore, there's the, there's the, there's metalcore, there's post-hardcore, there's, um, there's, I don't know, you know, shit. (laughs) There's like so many freaking, there's gent. That's one. Gent with a DJ at the beginning. What? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even get that. I don't get it either. And I think it's because of like the the sound the guitar makes in Gent. It sounds like Okay. I guess I can see it, sure. <laughs> it's a prime example of like a genre like popping up. Um So we're gonna create a new genre right now, is that what you're saying? I wouldn't even be able to think of one. Not for music, I mean for our podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Even then, I don't even know what you could call it. I mean, because it is like, it is gaming. It is entertainment, TV, movies. It is uh, whatever. It's Breath Nerd. Breath Nerds, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> I got to hop on and play Borderlands 2 again last night with Tim and John and I one saw of our friends. Yeah made me really, really regret that my computer's broken because I looked on and there was like perfect five-man squad for Dota and I was like, ah! <laughs> and I was, I was setting up to play and we were aiming at 8 o'clock mm-hmm. and the girls were still awake and I was like, well, I've already got this set up I don't want to make them wait and I also don't want to like not get a spot because we kind of have more than four so it's kind yeah. of a first come first serve even though I said I'd be there and I was like, I said I'd be there today I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get on now and she was like, well, can't you just like miss a little bit or miss the first game or something or miss this? And I was like, well, it's not. No, I've got to get on. She's like, oh, it's not like Dota where you can just like play a bunch of games all, or like, you know, they're all separate games. I was like, yeah, no, it's like a continuous like RPG type. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, we, we played for uh, like two and a half hours or no, a little over two hours, I guess. Not too bad considering I missed them last week. Yeah. But I was like a little under leveled because I was reading what level they were. And uh, so I leveled up, and I thought they were level 10, and I got to level 11, and I was like, oh, I don't want to play any further than that, because I don't want to be, I don't really want to be higher than them. And then when we got on, they were 13, and I was like, damn it. And I'm playing as an assassin, mm-hmm. so I like kind of use my ability to sneak up behind a bunch of high-level enemies, high because there's four of us, so it increases their level. So I'm sneaking up behind these enemies and punching them, you know, stabbing them, and then they all turn on me and, like... I'm like, this isn't good to be low-level, like, sneaking up yeah. into the front lines, meleeing. <laughs> so I was like, ah, I've got to sit in the back and shoot more. I died a lot. That sucks. At, at the end, I'm, like, level 15, and they're 16, I think. So I might just go play before next Monday and get an extra level. So Yeah. The other thing, too, that made me... It didn't help. On 4th of July, we... Swung by the Para's house, because, like, right around the corner, and they have their barbecue. And so we swung by, because Max and Lee were there. And uh, and Vince's brother, Oliver, was there. So naturally, like, we started talking about, like, how ridiculous Vince is. And then it turns to, like, <laughs> us talking about Dota. And then we're just, like, sharing, like, ridiculous Vince Dota stories. And I was like, I want to play so bad now. 
I haven't really played any games. I just other than what I can run on my laptop. Well, I, I, I have been playing. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five, and um, realized that I hadn't yet beat Metal Gear Solid Four. So I turned that on the other day and got addicted back to it. It's fun. It's a really good game, actually. I forgot how solid that game was. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah, it's just that I forgot how good it was. I, f- I forgot that I, I really did like the camera controls, like that it follows you the whole time rather than like, you know, in the old ways, like you had the fixed camera position when you like moved mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Like it was even like that in the early days of Metal Gear Solid 3. And that was really rough to do in the jungle sometimes. Mm-hmm. But then when they remade it, uh, they added, you know, free first camera person. control. Oh. Not first person, but just like you can rotate the camera however you want. And, oh, okay. Which really makes a difference in the jungle. <laughs> like a yeah. big difference. I, I didn't beat that one. I only played it a little bit. Yeah, it's really There's good. There's a lot of shrubbery in the way. Yeah, well, and it doesn't help because, like, yeah, all the guys, like, blend in. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like, bring, and like, oh, crap, someone was, there's someone there. <laughs> yeah. know until, like, an exclamation point comes up. Well, and what's cool about Metal Gear Solid 4 is that there are so many, like, guns compared to the old games. Like, you know, you had your standard, and, like, you, you unlock them as you progress through the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sort of like this, but you can also buy them. So, like, early on in the game, you come in contact with, a, like, a gun dealer. And you you can contact some codec via codec or whatever, and you get money, like when you kill enemy guards and stuff, and you pick up their stuff, you basically scrap it to this gun dealer guy, and he gives you like credit at his store, and so you can buy guns from him, and you can buy ammo from him and stuff. Hmm. And there's a ton of guns. There's probably like 50 guns. Wow. And then you go into the menu and you like change out on your, you know, like when you hold the button that, like, brings up the menu so you rotate through. You know what I'm talking about. Classic Metal Gear, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got your L menu and your R menu, and you... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can set what are in those, because you have more items than can be in there. <sighs> so that's fun. Pretty cool. Um, kind of confusing, though, because there's, like, a lot of unkillable enemies. <laughs> so it's like... I've spent a lot of time thinking I could kill some bad guys, but what's really cool about the scene where I stopped is that I'm in Shadow Moses Island from the first one. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, going through it, and, like, shit's just, like, wrecked. Because <laughs> it's exactly how it was when you left the island mm-hmm. in the first one. And, uh... And it's, like, really crazy, too. Cause, and as you're going through it, they do it really well. Like, they play, like, sounds over it, like, at, you know, as, like, flashbacks. Like, so, you know, the scene when you go to Otacon in the first one mm-hmm. for the first time, and you go down that hallway and you see Gray Fox, like, killing people and there's blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so when you walk in there, there's, like, no bodies or anything, but, um, but all the walls are just crapped up, you know, just, like, bullet holes everywhere. And as you walk down, you can hear, like, the sounds of people dying and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, uh, as the fourth one, the same character? Snake? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the first time you get to play Snake since the first one, really. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, it's cool. Yeah. No, it is really cool. And Otacon is in it. And I mean, it's like full cat. Like, Naomi's in it. And, Shit. And, um. Full reunion here. Raiden is in it, too. Hmm. He plays the douche. He plays the ninja in this one. He's actually kind of badass. You remember the character Vamp? Uh... From the second yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's like the immortal guy. 
Like, mm-hmm. you can't kill him. Like, Snake shoots him in the head, or maybe it's Raiden. I always thought it was Snake, though. But shoots him in the head when he's got Otacon's sister. And he, like, dies, but then he comes back. Yeah. Well, he's in this, too. Him and Raiden fight, because, like, Raiden's, like, the cyborg ninja in this one. And Okay. It's kind of badass. Yeah, he's cool. Uh... Ocelot's in it, of course. But Ocelot has been in every one, so... Yeah. Liquid is in it, as Ocelot. <laughs> oh, really? Because remember at the end of the second one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ocelot, when he replaced his arm, had it... It was a Liquid's arm, and then Liquid, like, oh. took over Ocelot. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> so Japanese. It's weird. Yeah, dude, the story is so convoluted, but... It's really cool. Right now... And the scene where I'm at right now, uh, yeah, so you go into the hangar bay where Snake destroyed Rex, and then, like, Raiden and Vamp have this, like, melee fight on top of Rex, like Liquid and Snake did. Mm-hmm. And then Otacon, using his, like, little robot thing, he, like, he, like, jumpstarts Rex and gets it back going. And the only way for you guys to get out with your life is to pilot Rex out of the building. So, I literally just saved right a snake and everyone got into Rex. <laughs> <clears throat> kind of awesome. Sounds pretty sweet. It's pretty badass. It's a little, like, I feel like there's some parts of it that are just, like, really gimmicky and weird. Like, uh, a bunch of the boss fights. I, I It just kind of came back to me because I so... I had a freaking sniper boss battle in that field where you snipe Viper Wolf, uh, where you fight Sniper Wolf for the second time. Like, remember the field? Yeah. In the snow. Oh yeah, yeah. So I just got in another fight there, um, with a sniper character, and but it's weird because like so a lot of the bosses are like these genetically like altered creep like people that like are in these suits that like give them powers. And they're all women that have, like, done, like, fucked up shit. Like, this one, like, killed hundreds of babies because, like, she killed her brother or whatever on accident. So she went around, like, in, like, a dementia state, like, killing babies. And then they're like, hey, you're a good fighter. And they, like, put her in this suit and, like, forced her to you're kill. You're a good fighter. You can kill babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, well, you know how I mean, like, how all of, like, yeah. the members of Foxhound were, like, just, like, weird fucked up people. Like, they all yeah. had, like... So basically, this I think this is like the new Foxhound, is what it is. But they're all in like weird mech suits. So like this one was the lone wolf. And they're in this like, she was in this weird like wolf suit that has like a sniper gun. And you have to like kill her in a sniper battle. It was really hard. And then there's another one that's like the raven. But it's like, they're in this like raven suit and they fly around. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was another one. My favorite one was the, uh, there was like an octopus one. And he walks around, I think this was the octopus one, but he walks around and he like crawls around, uh, and he's like up in the ceiling and he's like, da, 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 and he like uses this like ink shit to like attack you. And that was a fun, one. uh, and then there's another one. I don't remember. Maybe I've only fought, I have only fought three cause there's four. There's one more for me to fight. Hmm. So there's the octopus, there's the raven and the wolf. And I think there's, I don't know. But they're all based off Foxhound, because remember, there's the octopus guy from, what was his name? The guy who, oh, Decoy Octopus. Uh, I don't remember him. 
Because he's not really in it. Oh. He's, it's weird because he's like in the instruction manual as a member of Foxhound. Oh. Uh, but he is the one who poses as like either the DARPA chief. Yeah, he poses as the DARPA chief at the very, very beginning. Huh. Remember when you go into the prison cell and there's like the guy and he's telling you about Rex? It only takes four hours to play this, and maybe you should go through it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my PS3 is backwards compatible, I guess. Um, remember, and you like crawl through the vents, and then you look down, and Meryl is there. Like the scene yeah. where you meet Meryl. Yeah. And she escapes. It's just the vent right before her. Yeah, the dark people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't and remember. you have a whole talk with him, and then you're in there, and he's like, I'm going to get you out of here. And then he has a heart attack and dies. He's the first one who dies from a heart attack. Oh, oh, you actually talk to him on your intercom. You talk to him face-to-face in the fucking cell. And then... Oh, he's a prisoner. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's right, that's right. I thought you, like, overheard a conversation uh, between guards or something. So I was trying to... Yeah, there is another thing like yeah, that. Yeah, so that's what I was remembering. But this is the darkest. That's right, chief. yeah, you drop down there and talk to him. Okay. And then he dies of a heart attack. You're like, what the hell? And then you discover that it was Fox Die. And then he becomes a bad guy? No, but he wasn't the real DARPA chief. Like, the real DARPA chief was already dead. And so it was the de- it was Decoy Octopus disguising himself as the DARPA chief. Or maybe he was the other one. Uh, the white guy, that, the fat white guy that Revolver Ocelot has chained up and is in the C4. Yeah. But I think it's the DARPA chief. Uh, and he already died. Oh yeah, it was the DARPA chief, because when you go, when you get pr- imprisoned, when Snake gets imprisoned, yeah. and you're in the cell and there's a dead body in the corner, and it's a DARPA chief. So you discover that he died, yeah, and yeah. De- Decoy Octopus disguised himself to look like him because he knew Snake was going to be coming, they were trying to, I don't know, you know, like, they're all like rigging Snake the whole time. Yeah. And then he dies from Fox Die. <laughs> confusing. It's really confusing, isn't it? Yeah. And then to think that, like, it's just really confusing. Everything's really confusing. Because then there's, like, one of the snake clones was president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, because they were talking about that at the end credits or something. Yeah, Mr. President. Yeah. At the end of the first one, there's he, Revolver Oswald's talking to Mr. President. Right. And then in the second one, I think it's discovered that it was Solidus Snake. Shit can't get any more confusing than that, dude. Metal Gear Solid is like spending years deciphering it. Still trying to debate if I want to get the the little DLC for The Last of Us though, because gosh, they just the game was so good. Have you played any more on Plus or any? No, I've been kind of giving it a break because I basically like did the whole thing in a week. Yeah. And it took over the TV and the living room and over everything. So that makes sense. Kind of, yeah, getting into a little break. And then I was playing the Borderlands too a couple nights last week. So I should, uh, I should loan you Metal Gear Solid Four. Try beat it. Yeah. Wait, when are you gonna loan me? Uh, oh, I was gonna bring that today too. Uh, dang. dang it. Um, but we've been, we are watching uh, uh, True, True Detective. Detective? Yeah. How far are you? Oh, we just finished episode four. Isn't it good? Yeah. And we. Uh, we were halfway through episode four last night. <clears throat> well, before we started, uh, Alexis was like, 
uh, I thought we'd watch True Detective, like, after, because I, I quit playing Borderlands 2 at, like, yeah. 10, 15 or something, and then she was like, oh, there's enough time for us to watch one, and so go to bed before midnight or something, and then I, like, went into the bathroom and stuff, and I was playing on my phone for a while, playing Hearthstone, and, um, so we started it, uh, <clears throat> and she was talking about watching it, and I was like, oh, so you are, like, interested now, and she was like, well, yeah, I guess I kind of want to know what happened, she was like, she, I don't know, she still doesn't like it that much, but she was like, wanted to know what was going to happen. So we uh, went and watched an episode, and halfway through or so, she was like, how many of these are there, ten? I was like, no, eight. She's like, what are, what are, which one are we on, three? And I was like, no, four. She's like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like, it's the weirdest show, because it's, it's just magic. Like, everything about it, just like the acting yeah, and the story. Yeah, the was really good, like when he went undercover. Oh, God, was that that episode? Yeah. Is he still undercover? Like, what's like, happening? Yeah, at the end, he's got the guy captured, and he's back in the car with Woody Harrelson. And was that know. after, like, the scene in the ghetto? Yeah, with the shootout and all that. Oh, my God. I was, like, picturing that. <laughs> as, like, in a video game. I was like, this is totally, like, what would happen in a video game. You like, grab him, you have a guy to duck around a corner. There's some people yeah, running was, across the, into the dark. What's crazy like, is that was, like, one long take. Yeah, I, I saw the, the afterward thing. They were talking about it. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, like you're watching that, and it's just crazy because the camera's just following him through, and they're like ducking down, yeah, and the lights crazy. are coming through. It's, like, it's bail biting. <laughs> and then that scene when he gets over the fence, and you're like, "Where's Woody Harrelson?" And he comes like cruising. <laughs> oh god! And then he gets in the car and just punches that guy. Oh, so awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, those undercover yeah, scenes are legit. Uh, yeah, so we're so we're you know ready to watch the next four. It gets better, dude. Episode 5 is legit. Really? Yeah. Episodes 5, I think, is my favorite episode. We'll probably watch that one in... I think my favorite episode... I think the first is, like... Obviously, has to be one of my favorites. The fifth, and then the last one. Just freaking solid. Yeah, I'm glad that you're into that, because... Because... I caught something last night. We were we were watching the episode, and uh, and this isn't a spoiler for anyone that is listening and hasn't seen it. Um, I don't, and I don't think we've actually said really any spoilers for it. Not really. I would want to warn someone. This is one of those nothing shows where you don't want things revealed. So. Yeah, nothing that ruins the storyline. I mean, yeah, you know, there's so, a ghetto, uh, and you know he goes <laughs> undercover. <laughs> so he. Uh, um, one of the strippers is getting into her car. Yeah. That's a Subaru Outback. And she's driving off, and he tails her. And uh, they only show the car a little bit. It's nighttime, and she gets in her car and drives off, and they show the car. And I'm like, I'm looking at the model. And I'm like, that looks pretty similar to my model that I had. And I'm like, that there's no way that car was... That was the model from 1995. And <clears throat> we rewind it. And look at it again. Well, we got kind of far, a lot further ahead, and then I was talking about it to Alexis. Like, I was kind of bothering, bothering me, because I was like, there's no way that car was from 1995. So you looked it up? Well, so she, we backed it up and looked at it, and I showed her pictures of, like, the model that they had from 95. Yeah. And it was kind of more of a flat panel. Like, yeah, the old Subarus were a lot flatter. Yeah. So I showed it to her, and we looked at it again, and, she, and I said, that one looks more like mine, like more round. And she's like, yeah, it looks more round, but it doesn't look like these. It looks flat. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I Google it, and I'm like, Subaru from... You could just <laughs> go to IMDb and go to trivia. 
and see if anybody's seen it yet. Oh, I didn't know. Well, that's anyway. what I do. Is I always I always check the IMDb like trivia or goofs. That's first. where it was. It's under goofs. Yeah. But I found it somewhere else first under some forum. But it's under both places. And it was like, yeah, nice. that's a that's a the nineteen ninety nine plus like my ah uh, see. And I was that's like, cool. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that you caught that. But then Lex kind of got mad because she thought I was turning it into like I needed to be right against her. And it's like it's not about that. I just wanted to. Like, you just I wanted to know. It. I wanted to know that. Yeah, that I had spotted that. Like. Yeah, it's fun to catch stuff like that in movies. Yeah. I always like seeing, like, you know, the goofs because it just makes it, I don't know, makes it more fun to watch. That's a good spot. I would have never seen that. Yeah, I mean, I probably only saw it because I drove the Subaru Outback for a year. Year? Two? No. Two. Year. I don't know. Whatever. I had, like, a similar model. Oh, well, wait a minute. Is that scene, like, f- five years later? No. Or four years later? How long did when they start doing... I don't think you're... Might, you might not be there yet. No, they haven't done anything in 1999. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. No, it was, in, it was in 1995. Yeah. And it was one of these... It was one of the strippers. And also, then I was like, how does a stripper afford a car that's brand new? It's like, Outbacks aren't cheap, and if that's a, even supposed to be a 95... Yeah. But then Lex was like, well, strippers make good money. I was like, yeah, okay. I'll give it that. Especially in Louisiana. <clears throat> True. What else are you gonna do? Was like, did, was there the the rave scene in that like weird like country silo co op thing? No, I don't know what you're talking about. No. I just wanted to talk about that setting. I think it's my favorite thing about the show is uh, is just the setting. Like it's one of my favorite things. Like yeah, it really makes like Louisiana like feel like a character almost. Like, it's so weird how well it came together. Yeah, it's, it's a really good show. Truly. Haven't, uh, haven't watched the newest episode of season two yet, but... The newest? Wait, which one are you on? I, th- I think I've only seen episode one. There's oh. three episodes out. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah. When I went to the went to on demand last night to watch it, I saw that there was like three or four for season two. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I haven't watched them. Mm. I might though. Wait till they're all out. Maybe. I don't mind watching it one week at a time. Yeah. I hate watching stuff one week at a time. Makes it feel a lot shorter. When I like when I watch shows and I binge on them, it makes the episodes feel a lot longer. I remember thinking like season one and two of Game of Thrones were like the longest episodes of shows of all time. <laughs> and then when you, I've watched all <laughs> the other seasons like week to week, I'm like, it, that's it. Yeah. Oh God, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it for Game of Thrones so much. Yeah. It's just like we're we're like pausing and getting how much time is left? What are they gonna do? How are they gonna? Uh, it does not feel like shows. enough time. It's never enough. But when you watch it all at once, yeah, but maybe it's just the nature of storytelling right now where they're at too, because they do gloss over a lot of stuff. Hmm. But um, but other shows, I don't mind the short episodes. You know, like Parks and Rec. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother, Friends, Futurama. Yeah. Yeah. You like having a... Sh- yeah, there's, it's nice to have short episodes of some stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like watching Adventure Time, too, because it's like all the episodes are just ten minutes. Mm. And they're fun and funny as shit. Yeah. Sounds cool. It is cool. Don't, Story, bro. Don't bash on it until you watch it. 
Am I bashing on it? Yeah. Nah. Just saying I don't want to watch it. It's Dungeons and Dragons. Cartoon form. Yeah. It's Dungeons and Dragons meets Fallout. Because the world is post-apocalyptic. Hmm. Finn is the last human. Sounds alright. It's pretty sweet. There's episodes where they're like, what do you want to do? It's like, let's go grind. And they like, go into a dungeon and they just kill monsters all day. <laughs> That's what I would do. Isn't it? <laughs> Literally their whole life just revolves around adventuring. I guess that sounds cool. It is cool! <laughs> they're like, what do you want to do today? And they just do whatever they want every day. And it's always like going on adventures, like saving princesses, like going to dungeons and like fighting bosses. That's the show. <laughs> and it's funny. Yeah, something good. I'll give you all the episodes no. on a thumb drive. No, don't do that. Oh, I don't have time for that. Too many other things. Plus, Claire would probably like it. Maybe. She likes... She likes My Little Pony. Yeah. I don't know the last time she's seen that, though, actually. Like, actually watched the, the My Little Pony episode. Mm. She's, like, so into Monster High right now. Yeah, she is. Last time I watched My Little Pony was an episode, like, where they had to go fight a dragon. And the whole time I was like, this is Adventure Time, but with horses. <laughs> <laughs> like, the characters are or horses. I was like, throw in a magic dog, and this is Adventure Time. <laughs> there is a dog. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. His name's, like, Spike or something, and he's, like... A pet to one of the ponies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so bad. Well, I, I throw in a magic dog who can change shape. Um, no, I don't think he can do that. <laughs> Pretty sure, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but that's like some of the best parts in Adventure Time when they're like, oh crap, how are we going to like get through this part? Or like there's a part where they have to like solve a maze. And they're like, what am I going to do? And they're like, dang it. We're stuck. And then, and then Jake, the magic dog, is like, I got an idea. And he, like, he just, like, grabs Finn. And then he, like, stretches up. And he, like, looks down in the maze and, like, takes a step into the middle of it. And then yeah. stretches back down. <laughs> it's just, like, they solve their problems like that. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so great. Hey, they're uh, <clears throat> coming out with uh, Star Wars Disney Infinity next. Nice. Yeah, those are games that uh, that can basically get the whole family behind because it's like it's Disney. I've seen Claire playing them. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of cool. I mean, it seems fun, like her little like part creation thing. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. You can just like make a bunch of stuff. I was like watching videos because I was kind of getting into it for a while. Yeah, I <laughs> but uh, I was kind of getting into it. Like I was watching these videos, and <clears throat> there's all these like uh, like uh, interactive objects and you can like set them down and activate turn on all these different switches so they do different things and customize the look customize what it does wow. like you can basically like create a little mini rpg i think i was going to try to do that <clears throat> the problem is that you're, you're limited on your space yeah. in a toy box which is kind of dumb it's just like limit it to my hard drive space if you want i don't care like why do you have to limit it yeah but i guess it's like the rendering of all the objects um 
gets too rough for it, I guess. I don't know. But it's like, I don't see how, because if you play one of the stories, there's obviously a ton of stuff. So why can't you have a ton of stuff in your own? Maybe you kind of can, because you can load into different areas. Um, like you can, like, a client's here. like you can set up. It's not even one. Whatever. Yet. It's not even one. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you can set up, uh, like an area that kind of like loads you into a new zone or something. So yeah, I guess maybe you can kind of chain different areas together. Maybe I don't know. I haven't thought about that. But yeah, I mean, you can like set up dialogue and set up in all these interactions. Set up like triggers. Like oh, I walked into this area. It pops up like. This guy talking to me and bringing and presenting an option. Do I want to accept this quest? Oh, sure. Okay. Then it like does these things, and you can like manipulate all these different things. And yeah, sounds like fun. So I was kind of like getting into into that to try to figure out what to uh, how to do it and make something cool where you like start off in this castle and grab this quest, and then you like can get some items or something because you can like create restrictions on people. Um, and create restrictions on like abilities and your inventory and that kind of stuff. So I was, yeah, I was gonna try to make like a little adventure where you have to go down into the forest and kill bandits or something, or like walk into this area and get ambushed. Yeah, that sounds like fun actually. So yeah, so they're doing, so they've done 1.0 and 2.0, which 2.0 was like most is all like the superheroes. Um, and 3.0 is gonna be Star Wars. So oh, that's so cool. sweet. That sounds like fun. <clears throat> I like kid-friendly games that are also good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always hate like that's my least favorite thing about like the Game Boy as like a platform because literally the only games that are worth anything on Game Boy are Pokemon. You know, mm-hmm. like Pokemon and Zelda and. Uh, I played some cool like uh, Harvest Moon type games on there. Yeah, that's makes sense. Yeah. That'd be a good one. I had a Harvest Moon for Game Boy too. You know, and then like all the tactic like uh, I have. Well, I have Final Fantasy uh, VI on there, hmm. which is really fun. I have ta- uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced. I yeah, have I Tactics Ogre. One. Yeah, Tactics Ogre. That's a good one. I really like that game, but you know what ta- What Final Fantasy Tactics does right over most other Tactics games is... Um, Are you talking about the one for PlayStation? Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, I think even Tactics Advanced does this well, uh, to the best of my knowledge. The fights are really quick, like, for the most part. Like, most fights don't take that long. My main problem with Tactics Ogre is the maps are so huge, it feels like it takes forever to... Like, I remember being in a fight one time, and I was in this boss fight, and it took, like, 45 minutes. And then you gotta sit there, and you gotta, like, watch the other team's moves for, like... And it feels like it takes for Like, Tactics, I know you gotta watch the other, like, the other team, like, do stuff, and do do and they move, and then they cast their spells, and... Every time their wizard casts a spell, they get the little stupid dialogue box. You like gotta click through, and, which can be kind of annoying. But you can also just be like, and it doesn't feel like their turn takes that long. Also, I guess five players is the limit on tactics, right? Have you ever had? Can you have more? No. I think tactics over. You can have more than that. Sometimes you can have like eight. Yeah, I can't remember. But I haven't played that one in a while. Good lord, it's a fun game. Great game. I've never been able to beat it, though. I feel like I've made it pretty far. Like, I feel like I've made it halfway through the game, but... And that does a great game. I think, like, that's probably the second best tactics game, like, right after Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, Tactics Over is really good. Uh, a lot of people like that one. 
I really like the the like Ogre Battle sixty four game. Yeah. There's all the different like class trees and stuff. And the way you kind of like develop your characters. That is the t- that is the part I'm having like a hard time with on tac- on Final Fantasy Tactics is I'm trying really hard to like you know, unlock all the jobs and stuff without looking it up. Oh yeah, but good lord, it's it kind of hard because yeah, it's like I need level four of this, level three of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so hard, dude. Uh, you know what we should do sometime? You know, like how you and Lee have like the class restriction thing for Morrowind. Yeah. Well, I I think I told you before, but I made a similar thing for Final Fantasy Tactics. Well, did I make it? I came up with the idea, but I think I'm the one that made my classes. But I saw this idea where you do class restrictions. Because the game, like, if you just, like, grind it out and unlock everything, and you're like, oh, okay, I've got, you know, I'm a knight, and I just swing double Excalibur and smash everybody in the face. And it's like, you know, <laughs> and I just, like, move really far. Or do, you know, I've got all the good abilities, and yeah. it's easy. So I made uh, class restrictions. And I was like, okay, like, if you want to be... Uh, you know, an actual knight, you're restricted to these abilities, and that's all you can equip. Like, you can't use other abilities, learn other abilities. Like, these are your abilities. Yeah. Um, and I did that for a whole slew of, of uh, classes, and it just put a whole different, like, spin on the game and made things, like, so much more That would be kind of cool, and, yeah. And, like, you had to, like, utilize different things instead of just, like, getting the overpowered stuff. And... I do tend to, like, keep my characters... Uh, like kind of in line with the classes that they sort of are in general. I don't know if that makes sense. Mostly just to keep it straight in my head because <laughs> it's like so hard to just like manage everything in my brain. But you know, it's like I got my like my couple characters that are like almost strictly like magic based characters, like you know, priest or mm-hmm. oracle or time mage or wizard or whatever. And then I have like my guys that are like sword guys, and then I got my guys that are hand guys. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't like... Yeah, do the, the hand cross- I get it. Yeah, yeah, the hand <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, like do the cross-classing stuff like that much, I guess. I don't know. Well, you have to, a little bit, like, because you have your main skill plus a secondary skill. Every yeah. Time. <clears throat> no. But it's mostly like the secondary ability, you know, where it's like equip, pole arm, and I'm like, okay, I'm a... Um, you know, whatever class I'm going to equip a pole arm, or it's like, oh, okay, I'm a, I'm a knight. I'm going to equip two swords. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, like a ninja ability. That's true. Or it's like once you have move plus three, which is from the ninja line, it's like well, everyone just equip that because it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <clears throat> but then it's like, you know, so with my class restrictions, like no, only the ninjas that mobile, you know, mo- that mobile, like. You know, not the not every character is going to have move plus three. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's one o'clock. What do you think? Yeah, I should probably call it, especially since there's someone out there. Sounds good. Maybe I could I could unfortunately talk about Final Fantasy Tactics for a long time. Yeah, but I guess that's any bros for uh, for this week. Um, until next time, you can uh, tweet at us. I'm at Red is awesome. R E T T is awesome. I'm at the jet plane. Actually, it's Te Jet Plane. T E H Jet Plane. Could have just said that. I think everyone knows Te. Yeah. Yeah. I'd hope so. If you're listening to this, you should probably know what that is. Exactly. You can email <laughs> us at awesome at airpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash airpodcast. You can also call us at 657-888-3835. What? What's that? Oh, have I never said that on Andy Bros? No. Damn it. Someone's calling. Well, until next time.